Hello, dear listener, and welcome to Misty Mountain Legends, uh, your source for all the things new and chic in style and fashion uh, as we vogue our way uh, down the catwalk uh, to show you all the fun things with your eyes in this audio medium. Thank you, Luke. Thank you. You're welcome. Isn't that beautiful? The thing you can definitely see with your eyes. It's. Wow. I have never seen anything I... more beautiful. Wow. In my entire so life. Yeah. <laughs> Dear viewer, I really, I really hope you're able to see this. This is, this is truly <laughs> the something fact else. That Luke has just been gesturing this whole time <laughs> <laughs> to literally nothing. <laughs> what? About? There's definitely something here. There's something wrong. Like Lydia, you can't see. You wait, this? Hold on, I'm screenshotting this because. Oh wait, no, Steph, do it again. <laughs> Guys, like don't mess with Kayla. Guys, you're gonna confuse me again. Okay. Yeah, don't. Hold on. I'll send it to you. Hold on. <laughs> Anyways, welcome, dear listener, to the chaos that is uh, College Crew's Guide to Space and Crime. I am your humble spapa, uh, here to lead this merry band through space. <sighs> and you know, we're getting into the crime part. But legal crime, where you're taking doing crime against other criminals, so it's okay. That makes it all right. Well, I'm joined well, by some w- wonderful people who are going to talk about themselves. Hi, I'm a person. My name is Hannah Marie, and you can find me on TikTok and Instagram at dungeons.and.doodling, and you can find me on Twitter and Hive at Dungeon Doodling. I am playing Eli Zalaran and their amorphous blob pal Lake. Um, a fun fact about Eli and Lake is that usually with the kind of symbiotic relationship that an organism would have with what Lake is, uh, they completely merge minds and there is no separation. Uh, but because of their particular relationship, uh, Lake and Eli have agreed that there are certain parts of their minds that remain their own. So they can have like a little bit of privacy. We love Lake. <laughs> um, I'm Lydia, uh, Lydia Curran on all social media. I play Zoe the Cumulusarian Dreamer. And fun fact about Zoe is that, uh, as I've stated before, uh, Cumulusarians just kind of naturally appear. And then they go about and float around until they find a family. Zoe's original family on her home planet that is no longer um, was actually technically considered royalty. Nice. Zoe, uh, yeah, she's she's like the lumpy space princess, but pink. <laughs> yep. Mm. Yep. <laughs> Pinto agrees. Uh, yep. Yep. Uh, I'm Steph. I play Ursrex, the Theridian non-binary space bear. Um, you can find me at Equinox Dice pretty much anywhere you get your social medias. Uh, and if Urs were, say, a Pokemon, they would 100% be Teddy Ursa. Not just for the name comparison, but also because the moves 100% make sense. You've got Scratch. You've got Fury Swipes. Eventually you get up to like Slash and Thrash. But also you have like fairy moves like Baby Doll Eyes and uh, Charm. So, yep. It's more than just being a bear. I 
Love that. I don't know anything about Pokemon, but I can visualize this clearly. I'll send um, you what this Pokemon looks okay, like. Okay, thank you. Hi, I'm Kayla, and you can find me at Court of Kayla on social media. And today I am playing Vinia Venus Smith, the human flyboy legacy space pilot who is afraid of open space and has a lot of daddy issues that definitely is not going to have anything to do with anything potentially in this episode um and Vinia's fun fact is that growing up she never really knew much about her mom Richard never talked about her this is canon you know we've discussed this before there's no pictures no nothing but the one thing that Richard has told Vinia is that her mother's name is Vestia and that's all that she knows her grandfather also would never talk about her mother so yeah well oof <laughs> goodness <laughs> don't know how to follow up with that uh well hi everybody i'm scott you can find me on the internet as the gray area good luck i believe in you if you haven't found me yet it's okay you probably don't need to anyways um i get the honor and pleasure of getting to play tex and phil the lovely little duo of robot calcian uh and lovely little parrot that speaks for the robot calcian uh and fun little interesting fact about tex slash calcian's kinda this kind of goes together uh is that tex in particular had a really hard time on what is called the voyage of singularity um and the voyage of singularity essentially is this traditional time for calcians to find themselves and as i've stated previously in other episodes tex had a long period of time where they were alone they were in their home planet in the wilderness by themselves this was during a time called the voyage of singularity uh and the tx line of calcian the tx line of calcians they're the only ones left that still do this voyage of singularity uh and technically tex cheated on their voyage of singularity because they helped save Phil from the pirates that had taken him. Uh, and so technically Tex did not actually finish their voyage of singularity because they partnered up with Phil very quickly after they had gotten started. Wow. Well, that's technically some, before they finished, but you yeah. get the gist. Some deep text lore. I don't it's drop great. a lot of deep text lore, so when I do, like it's just a little it's treat good. for my little my for my little it's calcian buddies, my little text friends, people who like yeah. Tex and Phil. Yeah. I don't have names for the little fans of Tex and Phil. I'm sure that there's like three. Um <laughs> <laughs> but like for those of you who are out there, like here you go. There's your little like nugget of information. You won't get another one for like, you know, five weeks. Enjoy. <laughs> Texans. <laughs> <laughs> no, I cannot take exactly that what it is. That was Steph. They are Texans. Oh. Thank you, Steph. Yes. My my I, the, the fans I, of Tex are Texans. Yeah. I love it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh, oh, man. oh man. Uh once again I'm Luke. Uh, I'm your spapa. And um I don't have a space fact for you, but I just have um a fun fact. Uh last night as the time of recording or not last night, night before, we had a bear get into our trash can. Oh. Pulled out a ton of, like, all the trash bags. It was Earth. Earth. Yeah, Earth, Earth, Earth was there. Uh, but a, a bear just camera. pulled all our trash bags out of our trash can and just threw trash everywhere. Um, so that was fun to clean up. It was a great time. Pinto. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the the chicken there wasn't enough. I had to go get a I got a little snack. peckish. Yeah, a little I, peckish. You know, figured I'd a little peckish. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great time. <laughs> yeah. 
No, and uh, just eating it, so you know, I want it to go to waste. Fair, it is moldy, (laughs) so (laughs) what's that? (laughs) Uh, just as a note for the listener, you may hear a throughout this episode. That's Pinto. You probably already heard one or two. Uh, That is little Miss Pinto Bean voicing her disapproval at me taking away a very crunchy sounding toy. Uh, for reference. That's not great for audio medium. Is uh, that so the little that is... duck that she got for her birthday? It is. Yeah. Oh, birthday duck. Oh, birthday duck. It's okay. Pinto, you'll get it back later. Yeah, so she's very sad at the moment. Not as bad. Dad. So if you sad. hear her throughout the episode, she's just, you know, she's putting in her two cents. Poor little Pinto. Yeah. yeah. So uh, but with that, uh, let's you know. Let's let's get into the science fiction of it all, and uh, we will just go ahead and put on our space hats. So last we left, uh, you all had begun the planning phase of figuring stuff out. Uh, Urs learned some information uh, that was rough to learn. And yeah, that was a great time. Just just the most fun. Uh, and you all kind of came up with a plan. Uh, on what you were going to do with Richard, or at least how you were going to get information about all his wrongdoings and his evil workings and such. And we'll be pretty much picking up exactly where we left off with you all discussing that plan. And the plan, as you recall, was uh, Venia and Zoe were going to go into Richard's office. Venia was going to be wearing the wire that was given to her by Craig. Zoe was going to be invisible, via eating ultraviolet color, uh, color on the ultraviolet light spectrum. Uh, So being invisible to the naked eye of most mortal fleshy things. While PB caused a distraction and got Richard out of the office, leaving Zoe to get in or to be in there and find information. While Tex and Eli and Urse uh, did some work on the tower to shut down the cameras so that way Zoe's movements inside the office would not be seen. And also, I believe Rack was going to go with Vini as well. That was mentioned. Don't know for sure if that was confirmed. Eli. Um, point of order. At some point, can I... Just if we find time before the heist, uh, I would like to fix Tex's arm. Yeah, I was actually going to say... Tex would, b- yeah. before the heist actually begins, Tex would want to have their arm fixed for sure. Yes, absolutely. That can very easily be done. You know, I, you, you love to give a hand, but this, this is not a constructive way to lend a hand. Yeah, this, I don't, we don't need to have Urs and Zoe carrying my hand around anymore. 
So wait, are we all still in that same room? Mm -hmm. Like the moment? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, I just I was scared we were gonna fast forward, and I was like, ah, <laughs> wait. Before we do that, hang on. Okay, so Rack, um, you're coming with me to uh, what? What did everybody say to be my boyfriend put... to marry me to? I, I, the, I, I think the, it was said the that the machine that yeah we, yeah yeah that's what I said. Uh, yeah. I, uh... I think it'll put more of Richard's focus on achieving a goal rather than his kid no offense he seems like that guy yeah that has everything to do with him and nothing to do with you no i i i know i know um okay so i'm bringing you to speak with him about your project i think that's the plan um I mean, one, I think that would be the plan that makes it so I don't get immediately killed. Because I think Why if I come in and just... kill you? Avenia, let's, let's go over what we've learned about your dad. Do you think that me coming in and saying, hi, I'm trying to, you know, begin a relationship with your daughter. I think he would have some things to say slash do about that. Oh, uh, that'd true. be so sad. Well, yeah. there is a list of people that I'm supposed to only be allowed to talk to. And if I were to have romantic relationships, it's supposed to be for more like strategic business purposes. And I do have a list of that as well, but I haven't looked at it. So I don't no. know if you're on it or not. Uh, okay, listen up, you pedestrians. That's really gross. Yeah. You need to figure out your story. And you got to get it straight and you got to have the details right. Because if Richard suspects anything, he's going to grill you guys. Oh, this okay, is an okay. interrogation. Oh, okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. All right, ready? Ready, everybody? Ready. Wait, okay. why would Richard cook his it's, child? It's an expression. It's an expression. It's an expression. Okay, I'm learning. I'll ask Tex about it. <laughs> and Phil flutters over to Tex to, like, have a little, like, what the heck is he talking about? <laughs> so figure it out. I have an idea. Um, Me and Rack met at history class. And then we got coffee because we both got sat next to each other. And then we got to talking. And then I was asking you about your academic things. And then you mentioned by the time thing because that's a very believable conversation. Like my no, dad. Not the time like, thing, yeah. just the teleportation the thing. thing. The teleportation yeah, thing. Got to make sure. Yeah, we get yeah, that yeah, right. yeah. Teleportation thing. And then you mentioned that you it was missing. Yeah, no, that it disappeared from my dorm. And so I said. Why don't we go talk to Richard and see if he can help us? Because that. he's very good at those things and it's a good project. And he's like an authority figure at the school, so it's something that's Yeah, so and it makes sense. Property. Right? Because I trust Richard. So of course he would expect me to go to him. I like this plan. Okay, um, I do have to check. I need to see if I can make a reservation to meet with him tomorrow, though. Uh, you see that tomorrow? He's all booked up. <laughs> there, <laughs> he's um, all booked. There's no open times to meet with Richard that I could go talk to my father. What's uh, the next one? Text him. Yeah. <laughs> if you look to, if so as far as tomorrow goes, he's full. But the next day, you see he has availability. Okay, well, we could do not yet t tomorrow, but the next day? 
Yeah, yeah, probably okay. fine. Okay. Okay. I'll yeah, I'll make a reservation to meet with him. Yeah. 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 It gives okay. us a little time to get our ducks in a row. Okay. Perfect. And Vinia will yeah. make a reservation to meet with Richard. Uh, you make that. Um, and as per usual, when you make reservations to meet with your father, because this is something you've done frequently and normally uh, throughout your entire life, uh, you pretty much immediately get confirmed uh, and you uh, receive an automated uh, message saying your time with uh, Vice President Richard Smith uh, has been confirmed and he will be ready for you at the designated time. Yeah, Vinny like Arrive holds 15 out minutes before your appointment. Yep. Oh my God. Yeah, the whole, the whole thing whole holds it up. See, look, I got in. Phil flutters Ooh. over to Eli uh, and Eli, you just hear Phil like whisper in your ear. Is it normal for humans to have to schedule time for their parents or is this a Venia thing? That specifically is a Venia thing. I don't think I could schedule time with my parents. So, Phil and Tex feel more confused and conflicted than before. Um, Here, I'll get you a copy of this old Earth show. Um, I believe that it's called, like, Boy Meets World or something like that. I think that's about, like, family dynamics or something. Okay, well... Thanks, Eli. Oh, also, Tex is excited to 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 have you help them fix their arm. So thank you in in advance. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And sure. Phil just gives you like a very like a light nuzzle, like not like not like a super like deep one or anything. Just a very like quick boop boop boop, and then flutters back over. Do the little like scratch under the chin. Yeah. You see, Phil. Like if you could see Phil blush. Phil will blush. That's the thing. I think people forget sometimes that Phil is a bird. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, PB. I forget a lot. <laughs> uh, uh, PB stands up and she says, this actually sounds like a very feasible plan uh, as far as talking to Richard. And at the very least, it is very feasible that the conversation with Rack and Vinya would make sense and why all that that seems very solid to me. I believe that would work just fine. Entirely plausible. My, con- my concern comes with Zoe. I want to make sure there's an exit strategy for you. Uh, as a- you can, as they say, flat Stanley that. Uh, and get out of things pretty easy, yes? Yeah. Yes. Good. That, I think, should be very... That might be helpful in an emergency, but we will need you to actually remove important documents from his office. Okay. Well, um, you're not going to be invisible then, right? The documents are going to be visible? For Um, the sake of being able to have them legible afterwards, yes, we'll need them. Because I know you can paint them to hide them, but... Could I... um, What if I took a picture? No, because I won't have my hollow warp. What if if we used um, Peanut? Peanut? 
a, a oh, little yeah. cashew. Um, I'm just thinking of a way for you not to have to go because Richard, I'm assuming Richard is in like the penthouse because he seems like a penthouse kind of person. Um, yes, his office be, is at the very top of the tower. Why it'll be faster to go to the top of the tower than it will be to go all the way to the bottom. What if you exit through the top and then we come pick you up with Peanut? Okay. One issue there is how visible Peanut is from below. <laughs> Remember the whole... Uh... I made a cloaking device. That is, that would be helpful. Uh, you might not have realized this. Uh, I'm a, I'm a genius. Yeah, they are. <laughs> They're pretty <Yeah>. smart. <laughs> I can see that. If you have a cloaking well, device, that would be very good. But who would fly Peanut? Um... I think would I'm you... the second most qualified in this group. That would leave. That would mean Tex and Earth. You two would be the ones to try and take down the cameras using your technical skills. Tex can do, believe... do technical stuff mostly. Uh, I, I'm I'm not great at it, but I can I can definitely help. Tex can also just break things if they need to. I'm really good at breaking things. Uh, here. Eli pulls out the little um, the little lockpick tool that they were using at the beginning of the semester and hands it towards uh, towards Urs. The number one thing about this is if you press the wrong buttons, it'll break anything. So don't press any of the right buttons. Okay. I'm going to give that to someone with better thumb, better, better <laughs> thumbs than I have. <laughs> And like <laughs> passes it off to Tex. Tex only has two fingers and one thumb, but at least it's a thumb, I guess. At, yeah, I, I think I have a, a, a spare back home that I might be able to get sent my way. You know, just you have a spare thumb. No, 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 no. The the tool. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, this uh, is the way that First I was worried. First of all, you have tentacles for hair. Don't question me about my anatomy. I no, I just. <laughs> I didn't think humans could have extra thumbs. Like that's a yeah. lot of tickles. Uh, lots of people have like six toes. Um, got like extra. Appendages. I'm glad Rack understood. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I got it. <laughs> Eli's just not addressing it. <laughs> Wow. It's it's tentacles sounds like ten tickles. So I, I like tickles, tickles ten times. Because it's like ten of them. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Video finally laughs. For the listener at home, uh that was not necessarily Venia. That was just <laughs> Love her so much. I am being roasted tonight. We We are appreciating something that we love about you. Oh, it's great. I I get all these jokes because I am sad and jaded. Am I okay? I'm can I'm I gotta I wanna make things a little bit clear. Um am I gonna be (laughs) We we can't see you though. I got that one. I'm so proud of you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so, 
Where am I leaving? We will need to figure out. Uh, that is a great question. Because you might have, have to figure that out. Unless we can get there? the okay. blueprints of the tower from... That's what I was about to ask. Yeah, we could probably find those in the campus library. I think the biggest thing is to make sure that we are not above a certain point with the wall. Because oh, that with the wind. create issues. Well, he's it a shouldn't... penthouse guy. It's probably high up. It, it, I will say the tower, it, that is one of the reasons it is such an incredible feat of engineering is that it is the tallest building that it does, it is able to withstand the intense wind that hits it at the very peak. The wind is directly around his office. Mm-hmm. So trying to fly peanut up there is going to okay. be really sketchy. I I can't live that way. Yeah, that doesn't seem um, like a great move. But if we can vents? get if we can get blueprints, I can yeah. figure out routes through the vents. I'm not just an artist, I'm also an escape artist. So Yeah, that's fair. At least we can get you down to a lower level mm-hmm. and then I can pick you up. Um cuz my other concern was, yeah, peanut might be cloaked, but that takes a lot of energy. I would have a very narrow window and usually if you want to stay like quite literally above the radar in this instance, I would need to go way higher. Can't do that with the wind. So I'm going to have to be fairly close to the ground. So we got to be, we got to have good timing. What if, um, when we go in, when we first go in, um, I enter through the vents, but I leave my hollow orb somewhere in the vents. So then if I need to communicate or I get like stuck somewhere, I can work my way through the vents back to my hollow orb and then we can talk. Yeah. 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 We got to do that. Um, I'll have to spend tomorrow familiarizing myself with the peanut. Um, I can, and I will find out a way for all of you as we're preparing. I'll give all of you passes for your classes. So we're, that way you're skipping pre- classes? What do you think we were going to do? Do this in our off time when we're hey, not studying? I'm going to live up to your name, yet? Rebel. You're going to you miss have, some class. You have studying to do. You got to learn your effects. Oh, oh, yeah, Rack. We need to get our story like very solid. Well, it, yeah, well, we can yeah. work on that as well. Uh, yeah, that'll be what we work on tomorrow. Um, the entire ship is homesick, spreads like wildfire through a crew. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, um, Urs and Tex, I think I can help you both with the sort of uh, hacking protocol. If yeah. you're trying to all that, um. I can kind of create a somewhat simulated instance where you can are having to turn off cameras and do it in a certain amount of time or something like that. Um, that sounds so fun. Yeah, let's do that. That's something we can work on tomorrow okay. as well. Yeah. Uh, of course, that'll be after your arm gets fixed. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah um, that sounds me... like a plan. Are we done planning? Because I kind of want to get that done. PB walks over. As she has stood up and she says, 
all of you are handling this incredibly well. I want all of you to be proud of yourselves for one, just your steadfastness in the face of the unknown. As if this goes wrong, there may be a repeat of what you're calling the last timeline. Um, I am very well practiced in suppressing my emotions to a point where they become extremely volatile and dangerous once I'm in my off time. So, yeah. You should talk to someone about that. Nah. Sounds like a lot. We kind of don't have a choice at this point. We have to be good at what we're doing right now because if we're not, things get worse. And we've already seen what that looks like. And we want to be together and we want to be good. So right now, things are hard. But things will get better. And in order to make that happen, we're doing the best with what we can right now. So for some of us, that means dealing with emotions later. And for some of us, it means trying to be someone we never really wanted to be to begin with. Um, when Tex says that, they kind of like glance over at Earth for a second um, and then look back down. Um, and they just say, we're just doing what we can so that we can have a better future. Because we didn't get that last time. And we deserve it this time. We deserved it last time, too. Yeah. That you all do. Well, I will call you tomorrow uh, to confirm planning and make sure everything is going smoothly. I will have my end ready. I will have. I have a very good reason to need to talk to him. Uh, primarily complaint about his... Feedback on his sitting in on classes. Uh, <laughs> Amy, I don't know if you've seen your father in any of your classes, but he's been sitting in and contacting other professors and critiquing them on their teaching styles. So that sounds like something Richard would do. Um, yes. So I sorry <laughs> have a good enough reason to be meeting with him. Uh, I made sure too, uh, and as faculty, I can pull some weight and I don't necessarily need to have a scheduled meeting with him, but I trust all of you will do what you can. And I promise if this goes south, I will do everything in my power to protect you and make sure that I am the one that takes the brunt of this as I've only had to deal with this the one time. With uh, all the appreciation in my heart, I don't really want to hear any more promises. That is understandable. And with that, I will just begin my begin the plan and start working on my side. And so I hope my promises do not fall as empty as many of the promises you've received have been. Well, it was a pleasure getting to... F- really meet all of you and getting to meet you, Cashew. I will see you all tomorrow and then the next day. Make sure you destroy any data associated with this location because we're kind of hiding. Absolutely. Tex runs up and takes Professor PB's hand and just like with both of their like metallic hands, just like shakes 
And Phil just goes, thank you for so much for helping us out, Professor PB. We really appreciate it. You're very welcome, Tex and Phil. There's just a big old blue smiley face on Tex's face. She gives us a small, slight nod uh, and then looks at you, Urse, and just kind of gives you a knowing look and a small nod to you as well. And the bay doors open and she walks off of Cashew. Whew. Uh, Tex, uh, meet, meet me in the workshop. I'm going to go get my stuff. From my room. Okay, I'll see you in a little bit, Eli. Bye. See you in a little bit. Gives a little wave, uh, and Phil flutters back around uh, and just gives a little nuzzle to Urs again. Um, just kind of like lingers for a sec. Um, and Phil just kind of looks. Yeah, Phil just kind of looks at Urs for a second um, and just whispers, "Let us know if you want to talk, okay." Tex knows what it's like to have to be something that you don't want to be. So just want you to know we're here. But we're going to go get our arm fixed by Eli, okay? Okay. Yeah, thanks. See you later. Um, Yeah, okay. Phil flutters back over to Tex's shoulder and they just kind of like waddle on over to the workshop. Um, Vinia? Yeah? Do you want to have a sleepover tonight? Uh, yeah, I would. I would love that. <laughs> okay, I can help you study. Yeah, that would actually be really, really appreciated. I actually have a brand new journal that I've been meaning to use, and I think this is the perfect scenario to use this for. And I can take all my notes as you teach me how to like be good at lying and cover stories and like. That's just acting. Okay, so just acting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm gonna need a lot of help. I got you. Okay. Is it okay if I tag along? I kind of wreck. Okay, it's fine if not. Um, Are you I'm... so angry at wreck? Just my sleepover. <laughs> it's fine. I'll I'll figure. I'll, I'll watch some video. I'll, I'll watch some space space tube videos. Uh, Rack, you could um you could help me with uh with um looking for the blueprints maybe we could we could figure out at least where in the library we're going to want to look for those so that we don't have to spend as much time um yeah we could do kind of some some pre-research there i mean yeah, the library is also open all day long we're we're at, we're at college like yeah, people sure. are that's, there all night long that's where a lot of studying happens so yeah uh yeah no that sounds great i can do that okay uh, Urs, you've maybe haven't really noticed, but you, as you're kind of starting to move around more, you notice that the band that Cashew gave all of you, that is pieces of the nanobots, that band has actually kind of wrapped around your paws that almost simulates like, uh, it feels like someone's holding your hand. Oh, I love Cashew so much. It's so mushy. Oh, I love it. Um, and as you realize that you realize that Cashew the nanobot version of Cashew is not in the room don't know where they've gone but they've just they're just not in there anymore but with that we'll do a quick jump cut over to the workshop um 
when Eli is grabbing stuff from their room, they're going to grab the duffel bag. So they can look through it in the workshop and put the device somewhere safe. Okay. So do you open it before you get to the workshop? Uh, I'm going to say yeah. Okay. So I kind of assume that you grab that first mm-hmm. before grabbing the rest of your gear. Uh, yep. you Call open it over the, the shoulder. Yep. Throw it over your shoulder. You kind of just look in. The device is not there. I drop the bag on the bed and like pull everything out. It's not there. Eli? Eli, your your heart's beating really, really hard. Eli? Okay. Okay. Lake hauls their stuff onto their shoulder and heads to the workshop. When Eli gets there, Tex is literally just like trying to crawl up onto like a table uh, and they're not doing a great job. (laughs) They're too short and they are like trying to grab like stools and like boxes and things that they can climb on top of to get there. And so they're like halfway there, but they can just like almost reach the top. They're not quite there. They're like, so they're like, as you're walking in, they're like jumping down so that they can get another box to put on top and climb. As um, as Eli's body walks in, it's just, very standing very awkwardly hands kind of not really sure what to do um and then just um there there's a hydraulic lift oh um okay uh and tex kind of like looks around for a second and then sees it it's under one of the other workshop tables and they just kind of grab it and like pull it over uh, and they kind of like haul, like let the device kind of lift themselves up and they crawl on top and they just lay down um, and like put their arm kind of like positioned where it can be repaired. And they go, OK, um, do you need me to get anything else, Eli, or are you ready? Um, <coughs> nope, nope, this will be this will be fine. Um, you sure? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this will this will be fine. Um, this sounds a little bit different. Tools. So I'm gonna have to make you <laughs> roll <for> this. <laughs> Go ahead and roll me charm. Oh, and can we just talk about the skill to be able to have a character impersonating another character? Yep. <laughs> very voice. good. Very very oh, good. Man. It's so hard. <laughs> uh, I think I have a, a charm a charm check, right? Yeah, charm, charm, charm. Uh that explodes. Oh that explodes God. again. Oh no. <gasps> explodes again! Oh, oh my god. Uh so four. Eight. Eight. Twelve. Uh fifteen total. Okay. Four. Yeah. No, you... Lake has the riz. <laughs> Lake somehow really just Yeah, text. Seems normal. Everything, you know, Eli's okay. acting pretty normal. Sounds totally normal to you. Okie dokie. Thanks, Eli. I really appreciate you helping me out with this. Um, hey, just a heads up. Um, this is gonna be weird, okay? So just bear with me on that part. Like, just be patient here. Um my 
and they like move their cloak and you can see where like where their shoulder is no longer attached to their arm and there's like this weird fluid that's like slowly like seeping out of texas like shoulder uh and they're just like it's not dangerous but it's also not oil um calcians are living robotics so this is kind of like it's not text uh-huh have you been bleeding this <clears throat> have you been bleeding this whole time um so um, no not really so it it you could think of it like bleeding from i guess a fleshy perspective um but I'm not in any danger. Like, Tex isn't in any danger of having problems from this. This is just... Here, just look. Come look. Um, And when Eli, like, looks, they can see that there is, like... Tex's body is bizarre. As you're looking in, and this is true for most Calcians, um, their body is metallic and hardware, and yet there's also something like biological about it. It's not flesh. It's not like even something you would recognize, but the mechanical body is alive. It's not just AI. It's not something that's artificial. It is it is a living thing. And so it's difficult to describe, but it's as if this like metallic body is just slowly like very slowly secreting almost this like sap like substance as if like you'd cut into a tree and just yeah. it's slowly this like sap started to flow just a little yeah. bit. And it's this very bizarre thing. And again, Tex's arm, it's no longer secreting this same sap substance. Um, and it looks more like a metallic arm than it does a living thing at this point. But um, And Tex just goes, I just wanted you to know because it's mostly like repairing mechanical things. But calcium bodies are a little bit different. Don't worry. Uh we, I'm, I have a previous experience with biomatter and technomatter combined, so uh, I can, I can totally do this. I know you're in and, there too, Lake. That's okay. Like, thank you for helping. You know, it's me. I mean, I know that it's both of you. Yeah, I assume that it's kind of like how it's Tex and Phil, like. We're both always here, but we're not necessarily the same person, even though we kind of act like it sometimes. So, I mean, sometimes we assume that we know you're there all the time. I mean, I don't know if it's always you or if it's Eli necessarily, but I know you're always there. So you can say we. It's both of you. Lake does like a little, a little shimmy. They can't really help it. Um... And they start working, and they're working kind of as they're talking. Okay, I lied. Um, I'm I'm not Eli. Uh, Eli needed to take a little bit of a break. That's okay. Thanks for letting me know. That's very sweet. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Why don't you fix your voice box? So, there's this thing... In Texas culture, right? Um, 
we come from a culture where it's a lot of people from the TX line of calcians. Um, there's a lot of different kinds of calcians, but we're from the TX line. So um, we're from TX-3W04. Um, and on that planet where we do this thing called, well, it's, it's called the voyage of singularity. And so while we're on that voyage, we're not supposed to interact with other people. Um, well, Tex isn't, I haven't met Tex yet, uh, in this story, but while Tex was on the voyage of singularity, they accidentally ran into some poachers who had taken me. Uh, Phil. And Phil gives a little wave as they're like talking. And Tex is just like laying there. And as like they're telling this story, like little emojis pop up to like show this like story kind of in an animated format um, as they're like talking about it. Uh, and it, so like as they're doing this, like you see like one little like person emoji standing by themselves. And then they you see another like emoji pop up and it's two people standing together uh, when they're referencing Tex and Phil. Um, and Phil continues and they go, so while they were on this voyage, like being alone and stuff, um, they met these poachers and they saved Phil. They saved me. Um, but, um, part of the voyage of singularity is to be alone. And technically Tex wasn't alone after that. Um, and so Tex has to restart, technically speaking, before they can go back home. Um, but Tex wanted to stay with Phil. Um, and so rather than go back home and get some of the things they wanted to get to fix their vocal box, Tex decided to stay with Phil. Um, and when Tex heard about trip you they thought it would be really fun for tex and phil to go and do this um tex lives for a really really long time so tex isn't really worried about how long they're going to be gone or anything and they thought it would be really cool to get to know a little bit more about the universe since they have a very small kind of understanding so it's a combination of it's a combination of not following the rules of the voyage and also just wanting to be with me. Um, and Tex like puts out their little pinky um, of their arm that's still attached um, and Phil lands on it. And Tex just gives like a very gentle like pinky squeeze to let them know that they love Phil. Um, and Phil just goes, so yeah, it's, it's a little bit of both. Tex wanted to stay with Phil. Um, and Tex couldn't get the resources they needed at home. So, here we are. If, um, if you want, I could probably synthesize something. We could. She could. <laughs> She's better. We share a lot of memories and knowledge but she tends to be better at it because i we're not the same person and mm -hmm. we're not even two things sharing one body mm -hmm. uh because i'm like like kind of 
turns into their little gel face. Like, I'm still me when I'm not us, and she's still her when she's not us. But we could do that if you wanted. Um, the arm is almost fixed, getting there. Tex kind of, like, wiggles the fingers of the reattached arm a little bit, just a little tentatively. Um, and Phil just goes, Wow, you're doing a really good job. It's already starting to work again. Muscle memory. Phil kind of, like, looks at Tex for a second, and Tex kind of turns and then kind of turns back to Phil. Um, and then Tex turns their head to look at Lake. Um, and they don't speak. Um, Phil does. But Tex is looking at uh, at Lake as they're saying this. I think, Te- I think Tex wants to wait. Tex, Tex really cares about the traditions of their planet. And they want to do the voyage again. But they know that while they're with us, that voyage won't, it won't be possible, right? Tex, Tex is going to live a really long time. And I know that. Phil knows that. But Phil won't live that long. And Tex wants to spend the time they have together being as close to Phil as they can. Um, And you see a little, like, tear pop up in Phil's face. Um, Tex... Tex wants to be with people right now. So they're going to wait. And they're going to wait to reintegrate into their home planet when they're ready. But they want to be with you all right now. So they're going to wait. That makes sense. Um, I just, I thought I'd offer. Because, I don't know. It's It may seem silly, but you and Phil kind of mean a lot to me. Because I used to think that I was strange. Tex kind of tilts their head, and so does it's. It's one of those moments where Tex and Phil both tilt their head at the exact same time, um, and Phil just goes, "Why would you think that?" Because it's really hard to need someone else, even if it helps both of you. Because I, I had to find a new home. And Eli looks around. Don't tell her I told you this. But, um... (gasps) The machine's gone! What machine? The time machine. The time machine's gone. Wait. Wait. Hold on. Who are we talking to now? What? Um... I was I was I was looking through my memory. I was looking through my memory. I I I I can't remember where it was in the bag. It was in it was in the bag, Tex, and now it's gone. Oh my god, Earth is gonna kill me. Tex kinda leans up and looks down 
Uh, how much did how much did Lake repair of their arm at this point? All done. Perfect. Tex kind of like flexes their arm as much as they can for a robot, um, and then points down to the bag that Lake threw down when they first walked in, and they go, "That bag." Yeah, yeah, it was it was in the bag, and then I went to get it from my room, and it's... Oh my god, I must have lost it. We... we I, so we don't... Okay, hold on, wait, wait, wait. We don't have the time machine anymore? No, no, no. I don't know if Richard got a hold of it. I don't know if I just lost it. Oh. There's just the, like... Texas facial monitor just goes, like flat blue for a second (laughs) and then it goes a little staticky and you just hear phil scream just (laughs) thank you for leaning away from your mic i did my best um and i'm sure somebody heard that um but uh at this point (laughs) um while the, all that was going on, Zoe and Venia will pick up. Y'all have gone over to Zoe's room or Venia's room? Uh, Venia's room. Okay. Uh, you go into there and Urs, you are you and Rack leaving for the library right now? That was my thought. Okay. Um, if, if, if Rack will go with me. Absolutely. Yeah. So just as far as timing things at this point, while all that's going on, Zoe and Vina are in uh, the room doing what they're going to do here in a bit. Uh, and we'll probably get to that in a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Timing. Urs, you and Rack leave the ship and... I need to do a quick intelligence check for Rack. Mm-hmm. He's good at these, so it shouldn't be a huge problem. Boys. Oh, yeah. It's fine. Cool. He says, um, okay, so we need to make sure that we leave really stealthily because if someone was trying to follow Venia, they saw me with Venia, so if they... I'm assuming anyone around here is going to get followed, so we need to make sure that us leaving Cashew does not lead them to Cashew. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll turn on my, my, uh, my eyes, I guess, and uh, keep an extra watch out as we're going. Okay. Just make sure that no one's, no one's following us. Okay, good. Um, here, let's go out this way. And he kind of leads you into the way that they, uh, him and Venia snuck in the mm-hmm. earlier that day. And so I need both of you to give me flight checks. Flight, okay. <laughs> well, uh, I'm going to use an adversity token to reroll my stat check. Cool, cool, cool. What'd you get first time? Oh, a, a one. <laughs> Cool, what cool, dice cool, do you cool, cool, use cool, for cool, flight cool, cool. or wait whatever you're i have a, i have a d8 for flight uh that's a five five okay yeah so not... well Great, rack not has a d10 in flight 
and roll the one. Oh, buddy. Five wasn't going to do it either. So go ahead and take an adversity token. Oh, uh, so you get the one you spend oh, back. So that's no. nice. <sighs> nice. Cool, cool, cool. You, with Rack being smart enough to know not mm-hmm. to be careful, you definitely get a good ways away from Cashew. And then both of you see someone walk around from a corner. You see a person wearing, uh, it looks like a pretty nice blue kind of flowy cloak cape thing. Uh, It's not over their head or anything. Uh, And you see a human woman. Uh, She has got uh, blonde hair. Uh, She's wearing glasses. Uh, She's rather attractive. She walks up and she sees both of you. I'm so sorry. I really hate to bother both of you, but you seem to know where you're going. Um, I'm just looking for... uh, Well, I heard that there was someone who could tell me how, uh, like, where the special flights were for uh, folks just looking to get a tour of the campus, you know, like over-campus flight tours. Uh, Do either one of you happen to know where those are? Uh, I don't, I don't know if those are, those are here. I thought, I thought those were closer to campus. Are they? I, I've been getting all turned around. I just got in recently, uh, to Mm -hmm. campus itself. And so I'm just, I'm just a little turned around. I'm sorry. Uh, what were your names? I'm really, I apologize. uh, You're turned around. Do you, do you need a, do you need an escort back to campus? We're, we're heading there now. We, we're, we're meeting a group for research in the library. So, well, we're, uh, we're, we're on our way there right now, but we can, we can take you back towards campus. Absolutely. That would be great. I'm just getting really turned around. I'm so sorry. What were your names? I'm Rex. Rack, here's, you specify that. Uh, He kind of gives you a side eye and says, um, my name's Todd. <laughs> it's even better because Rex is a clan name. That's essentially like saying my last name is Johnson. Like yeah, there's a bajillion very... of them. It's a Go very ahead and give calm... me a charm check. Okay. The time finally came where he accepted who he is. I'll just, I'll keep it. I'm, I'm scared to spend my adversity token right now. Because I only have one. Okay. So I got a seven. Got a seven. Okay. You don't take an adversity token. (gasps) And the woman says, my name is uh, Talania. Pleasure to meet you. Uh, uh, Holds out a hand very gingerly and uh, holds it out to you text since Earth, you don't have posable thumbs. (laughs) Pause. (laughs) Or holds it out to Rack. Holds it out to, oh yeah, not to... Holds it not out text, to Rack. Yeah. Not text. Yeah. Gosh. Tex took their arm back, actually. And now it's <laughs> no, reattached. <laughs> Re- reset. <clears throat> she holds out a hand gingerly to uh, Rack, who uh, kind of somewhat hesitant at first, but does take it and just gives it a very small shake. Uh, she says, thank you both so much for being so helpful. Uh, I've just been getting so turned around and lost. Yeah, well, we'll uh, 
yep, right, right this way. And Urs will kind of like gesture and like usher for her to walk alongside them. So she's not walking behind them. Cool, cool. Give me a quick flight check real quick. Four on my flight. Okay. Take an adversity token. Yeah. And that's, that's it. Uh, with that, you lead Talanya back to campus. And she just talks about how beautiful the campus is and how lovely uh, it is. It must be to be a student here. Uh, you all are just so lucky to be in attendance here. Uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it, it's the only university I've ever known. So I think it's pretty great. It's wonderful. Uh, well, uh, thank you for bringing me back to campus. I'll try and find uh, the main desk and maybe they can help me find the the, the little tours, little flight tours so you can see campus from above. It's, I'm sure it's even more incredible from above. Are, are you sure you don't want us to walk you all the way to reception? Like, I, I wouldn't want you to get lost again. It's, it's oh. getting dark outside. If you don't mind, but I know that's opposite the, the opposite direction of the library, and if you have to go there. But if you insist, I'm very happy to walk with you. You all seem you both seem very lovely. Oh, oh, I'm 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 glad you at least know your way to reception, and it's you know spot next to the library. That's that's pretty good. Yeah, because uh, sometimes small things like that can be can be hard to see. Indeed, they can sometimes. I get turned around often. I know the campus a little bit, but so thank you. I'm I'm happy to walk with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Urs is going to kind of like give Rack a little like side eye, like very subtly. Um, and then is going to turn back and is going to continue making conversation. Be like, oh yeah, no, let's, let's show you the way. We'll bring you right all the way to reception so they can be sure to help you get where you need to go. Um, wouldn't want to leave anyone in need. It's okay. Our study group can wait a little while for us and we won't be too late. Not late enough that they'll worry anyway. Oh, good. I'm, I'm glad I'm not being an inconvenience to you. That's one of my least favorite things to be. Oh, no, not at all. Always happy to help out someone in need. Um, and as they're talking this time, Urs is going to turn on their ocular implants and spend an adversity token to use intuitive. And I would like to pay attention for lying tells. Like how much of like when when are they lying? When are they telling? Like I want to like Ursa's gut is that this isn't right. Like this is super suspicious. But now they're like keeping a specific eye for like lying tells and like Absolutely. suspicious. Can you behavior. specifically tell me what intuitive does again? Intuitive. I get to ask the DM about surroundings, NPCs, etc. I just gotta ask. <laughs> It's up to you how much like makes sense, um, but yeah. with the ocular, with your vision, yeah. I think this is what you get. Okay, you don't detect lies, but something you notice about their face, it glitches, and there's multiple different faces that occasionally you just like little fractions of seconds that without your 
ocular vision, uh, mm-hmm. your special your special eyes. Uh, yes. Definitely couldn't see. Okay. Yeah. Ursa's going to like oh, 100% lean into small talk and we'll do like the, oh, so you're visiting campus. You're not a student. Who are you? Like, are you visiting someone? Do you know a student here? No, I just, uh, my my son is looking to go here and uh, he's currently uh, in classes. You know, He's in school already, uh, just in uh, just general grade school uh and you know oh. i figured i would you know look around and we don't live too far away we only live a a, a, pl- a couple planets away and so i figured i'd pop in since this was one of his choices and so i just wanted to see it for myself i'm doing that with all of his schools and i know that's a bit of a helicopter mom move but i really just i just want to make sure my son's going to the very best of, of universities Oh, that's so nice. What did he want? To, what does he want to study? What is he? What is he interested in? He is fascinated by the study of stars and use of the solar energy from, that is generated by various different types of stars, be it blue giants and red dwarfs and all such of things like that. She's and again with your yeah. intuitive. Yeah, all no, Ursa's totally like. These are all on the level. Token, just, uh, just it's almost like keeping her talking so that she'll keep like glancing over, so Earth can like watch the glitches happen. Yeah. Um, but as far as like words go, mm-hmm. you're. I mean, really like it, with your just intuitive nature, you're not picking up any lies. Uh, but mm-hmm. you walk to uh, reception, uh, and mm-hmm. when you walk in, she says, "Thank you so much again." Uh, Rex and Todd, both of you were so helpful, and I apologize for the inconvenience once again. I hope both of you have such a wonderful night and enjoy your study group. Yeah, yeah, hope you uh, can get a map. Download it onto your hollow orb. We don't want you to get lost. I really should have done that. That was such... I do that far too often. My son likes to call those mom moves, and... It's just I just forget to get maps, and I just kind of start wandering. It's it's really a problem. I'll make sure to get one of those from reception here. Thank you so much. You're you both mm-hmm. are such sweethearts, and Rack just has been kind of like nodding the entire time as the conversations <laughs> have been going on. Just kind of like, oh wow, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and like kind of just doing that. Uh, she smiles and waves both of you goodbye and walks over to the desk and starts talking to the receptionist. Okay. Um, Ursa's gonna leave and then like once they get out is gonna like pull rack like around the side of the building. And it's gonna be like, that's, that's, that's glitch face. We found glitch face. Her face was glitching. She's, that's the, that's the person that was uh, that Richard was had, had sent here. What that was? But her, I couldn't see anything. Like I, her face. Looked yeah. Fine. Well, you. I. Oh. Yeah, I got, yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, what oh, should we do about um, that then? Uh, she was probably the one following Venia and I. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. I don't. Why? Why is Richard sending someone to follow us? Like, what's he? I don't know. I don't know. But the fact that 
I'm getting a little concerned about the plan if Richard knows that. Well, I mean, no, that actually kind of buys into it a bit more if Richard knows that Vini and I have been seen together. That actually makes You've our been plan hanging a little bit out more together. viable. It does. And I think he's nosy enough. He wants to know everything. He's going to want to know what's going on. Um, do we, I don't think we confront her tonight. I think it's not wise to do that. Just the two of us. Yeah. I thought about it. I thought about just like tripping and falling into her face and seeing if I could get the thing to come off. But that seemed like a risky move. Yeah. I mean, if that's the level she's willing to go to. Yeah. Like to hide her face and everything. Then who knows what else she's, you know, she's got on her. Yeah, but. exactly. Okay, um, I think we should actually go to the library to corroborate our story. Yes. Because someone I mean, else we were headed there anyway. So. We were headed there anyways. I, well, I see I was telling the truth. Um, yeah, and Ursul start start leading the way there, but is definitely going to like continue to keep an eye out, <laughs> see if anyone is like, happens to be going in the same direction as them all the time or whatever, just because I imagine campus isn't super, super busy. Um, yeah. Like the sun's totally setting at either. this point. Yeah. All right. So you both head that way and uh, you don't notice anyone that like is, seems to be directly following. People are certainly walking the same way. Uh, some people, okay. but mostly it just, yeah, it looks like students and none of them with your eyes are having glitchy faces. Okay. With that, uh, very, very briefly, we come back to Cashew and see Vina and Zoe working together on helping Vina get acting properly. And y'all are starting to kind of work on that when Vina, you will, we'll, don't worry, we'll go over this more next episode. But Vina, right now, you receive a phone call, a, a, a call on your hollow orb. <laughs> And the caller ID says it is Richard. And that's where we'll leave off for this episode. Right in the middle of acting class? Right in the middle of acting class. I know. I'm the worst. We have so many loose threads from this episode, guys. Come on. (laughs) Oh, my word. (laughs) It's great. Well. Uh Uh-oh. Thank you all so much for tuning in and listening. I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. I know I did. It was real fun. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, uh, tune in next week when we find out what happens. It's going to be awesome. Uh, but with that, uh, you can thanks for following us just wherever. Follow us on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, all those places at Misty Mountain Legends. Yeah. Patreon. It, uh well, insert oh. Luke telling you updates about Patreon and stuff here. Future Luke is here. Welcome. Oh my God. Hi. You look so good. Look at you go. I thought I told you. Stop time traveling. You're bad. <laughs> Hello. Uh, this is Future Luke. Thank you all to my wonderful players for hyping me up and also condoning my time traveling tendencies but anyways i'm here to tell you why our patreon's not up uh it's because at this time we just can't and i know that's not a great excuse but actually it's kind of the best excuse is just that we can't so uh, apologies we may get that back up eventually but uh yeah that's just that's just it for now so keep your ear to the ground for that uh but as far as like actual news things and updates for 
what's going on? We are going to be at PAX Unplugged next week. We actually leave for PAX uh, a week from a little less than a week. Less than a week. We leave next Wednesday, a day before the next episode comes out. But don't worry, there will be an episode next week. We'll have one prepared and ready to go uh, during that time. So you'll just because we're at PAX doesn't mean you won't get an episode. So good news. But we have a little autograph session from 12 to 2 on Friday, December 1st. Uh, first day of PAX Unplugged, we'll be doing autographs and pictures and stuff. And we'll have Pinto being there as a cardboard cutout because we can't bring dogs into the place. So apologies for that. But anyways, back to the past. Ooh. I want to bring tone that says futures football. <laughs> I, I want to wake up in the morning to that. I, I, will, I will record it very quickly there. and I will send it to you tonight. It will be great. Amazing. Oh, thank you. So good. Uh, but yes, thank you, future me, for all the updates on Fanes. Uh, yeah. But uh, thank you all for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I uh, hope you have a great rest of your time, day, whatever. Uh, and we will catch y'all on the flip side. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.